What's going on, guys? AJ here, back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. Um, I'm working on my um, my employee experience best practices master list. I know that's a bit odd, weird, and out of the box, but that's just what you got to do when you are not typically from this space and you have to kind of take yourself to school, if you will. And so, you know, due to my lack of experience, as well as and when I say lack of experience, I mean like traditional, I went to university for HR or I ne- or I was, um, you know, I went to, to university and got my bachelor's and my master's and went straight into management programs and was always an executive and it was always my path and my track. You guys know my very un- unconventional, non-traditional path. And so um, that's what I mean, right? Does not mean I am not still here ready to bring value and ready um to uh to put employees first that's not what i mean but anyway um something that um something that i wanted to talk about is i wanted to talk about change management and um there's there's a certain piece of change management that i think is incredibly key and incredibly important that a lot of leaders i don't think are paying a lot of attention to and it's around you know questioning themselves you know how much ego do i have in this moment Right. Like how much of this change management decision that I decided to make is driven by my ego. And when I say ego, I'm talking about driven by my uncomfortability. Like I'm just uncomfortable. I don't like what I've been seeing. I don't like what I've been feeling. I don't like the direction of the brand from my own personal perspective. I don't like what people have been saying. I don't like the products that we've been rolling out, I don't like uh, the way that we've been working internally. I just personally want to see change. Here are my own perspectives and my own pro- projective, uh, projective, um, objective reasons of why I want change. Um, but if this is all about me for a moment. Now, you guys probably won't realize if you are doing it and probably won't realize if your leader are doing is doing that. Now, I think that's up for debate. And I think that if you really were to peel back the curtains a bit, whether you're the leader listening to this that actually have, has done this, or if you're being led by someone that's doing that, I think if you pay close attention, you'll notice a few things. The first thing you'll notice is you will actually see them uncomfortable. Like you'll see them stressing a bit. You'll see them use certain words. You'll see them Look, again, just looking completely uncomfortable. You may see them coming out of the blue with emails, with text, with ideas that are trying to shift and mold things at the drop of a dime. Um, You also may see them lean in very closely and question very harshly, um, almost make it feel like it's an interrogation if someone pushes back against that change that needs to be that needs to to occur in your from that leader's personal perspective. Because it's so tied to their ego. It's so close to heart. So without going on these deeper, deeper rants, let me give you guys a few tips, a few perspectives that I think is incredibly important. From my personal point of view, right, going back to ego and just what making me comfortable, what would make me comfortable in this moment, but I think it's a macro tip for everyone. From my personal point of view, leaders really need to ask a few questions. Leaders must ask the question, am I changing these policies? Am I changing these workflows? Am I changing these products? Am I changing things internally within this company to comfort my ego? To comfort my ego, to make me feel more comfortable? 
or am I doing it because there are objective things in this organization that are broken, right? Like, is the thing okay? So let me give you guys a practical example. When I was with my former employer, I was pushing very hard to change uh, onboarding best practices, to change um, development plans for employees, to change um, to change leadership behavior. Honestly, the executive, the the CEO, his behavior was not in line with what was going to create uh, a pleasant and productive culture for the fellow management team, as well as other employees within the company. And his level of ego, his level of um, behavior issues, we'll just keep it there, was actually causing a lot of policies to be made that were not productive for the company long term. Let's just put it there. Right. And so. That was my opinion from the outside looking in. I wasn't with the company very long. But what I was noticing is every time that I would try to change his behavior or every time that I would try to change and challenge what's been happening and what's been happening and what's been putting that what's been put in place, speaking on behalf of the employees. Right. Because that's the caveat with this thing. When I'm talking about change management. When I'm talking about leaders needing to remove ego, what I'm really talking about is a checklist. Like, are the employees okay? Do the employees actually enjoy and like what they're, you know, what they're experiencing at this moment? Are they working hard? Are they productive? Do they enjoy the process? How do they feel about everything that has been happening in these categories of things that I want to change? The second list on that checklist needs to be, how's the brand doing? Is the change going to provide us to go faster, bigger, better, make things different, give us some sort of an advantage? What is the change objectively going to bring to the thing? And then the very last thing needs to be, how do I feel about it as a leader? Where's my opinion in this whole thing? And so back to my example, the the employees felt great. The employees advocated hard for the change. The fellow management team advocated hard for the change. The thing, the brand was suffering, was suffering. Innovation was down. Great ideas were down. Um, Decision-making processes were slow as shit. Let me just make it very clear. Due to a lot of culture and due to a lot of communication and due to a lot of other variables that we don't need to get into at this moment. Um, the thing was being affected. When I say the thing, I'm always talking about the brand because if you guys remember one of my pieces of content a couple of weeks ago or a couple of days ago, rather, I can't remember which day it is. Um, I was talking about the brand and the thing is like its own like baby. And I look at it from that lens and then I look at the employees at its own thing and then I look at my ego as its own thing as well. So everything is separated, right? And so the employees were great. The thing needed this change to occur that I was proposing, but it made the leader feel uncomfortable. It made the leader feel not settled. So his ego started kicking in. His uncomfortability started kicking in. His lack of understanding started kicking in. And that's the key, right? That's the key. Just because you don't understand something, just because you don't fully agree with something because it doesn't agree with your soul. And when I say your soul, I don't mean your values. I mean your soul, a.k.a. your subconscious of what you've known prior. Thus, new things 
make you uncomfortable. That's what I mean when I say your soul, your gut. Just because you don't agree or just because it doesn't make complete sense does not mean it's not right. And that's why I talk about the employees and that's why I talk about the thing. Because if I'm a leader and I'm sitting back and I realize that the thing is going to be okay, it needs this change that my people are proposing. The employees genuinely want and need this change as well. And I'm the only one really advocating for the change to not happen, that I need to question myself, that I need to check my own ego. There are so many policies, there are so many products, there are so many strategies, there are so many things that have happened in the duration or in over the course rather of history, of business, that people have made decisions based off of their own egotistical point of view without doing and going through that checklist that I just gave. Number one, are the people internally that are going to be executing this change that you want to happen? How do they feel about it? Do they feel good, bad, indifferent? What's what's the situation there? Secondly, does the thing need it? Does the brand need it? And when I say need it, I don't mean like don't be innovative. I don't mean don't try to change things up and just stay ahead of the curve. That's not what I mean. But genuinely, though, is the thing suffering or or could the thing be suffering long term? And is that why you're, you're, you're proposing for this change? Or are you proposing for the change? And in this particular scenario, in this particular example, are you stopping the change because you have ego? Because you don't understand because it makes you uncomfortable. Because it, push, it puts you in a spot where you're now the only person on the executive team that does not agree. And that always happened to you when you were growing up. That was always the case with your three brothers and sisters. That was always the case with you in middle school, high school, and college. You were always the odd ball out. For some reason, there was reasons of why you always saw things differently. And that has always made you uncomfortable. And now, yet again, you're in that moment. You see the, you see the line and the, the path that I go down? I go down these personal development, ego-driven conversation and ego-driven paths Because there's a lot that we can learn from it. It shows up in the real business world. It shows up in the P&L sheet. It shows up in the day-to-day workings that we do. It shows up. So leaders, check your ego. Are you stopping great change that could really make the employee experience better? Make your employees happy. And protect and save and keep pushing innovative things for the brand, for the thing? Are you asking for certain things to be changed from a selfish point of view to protect your ego, to make you more comfortable? To protect your uh, reward and threat responses? Is that where it's coming from? Or are you objectively going through the checking of the box system? Have all employees agreed that this change is needed, desired, and it's time? Does the brand, the thing, actually need it objectively? And then for you, now you get what you want. But you got to go through that checklist, my personal opinion. 
to some shape, form, or fashion. Now, there definitely will be times where things will be a bit off. There definitely will be times where the thing needs it objectively and the base of your employees are not ready for that change and are uncomfortable about that and they don't agree. Now, that's another conversation. That's a lack of internal communications, a lack of educating, a lack of understanding on their part. And so that's another flaw of a leader that needs to happen as well. But we can get into that another day. Um, so those are my thoughts. Ego is the enemy. Thank you, Ryan Holiday. Take notes, guys.